And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Friday, September 17th edition. Massive 15 games played on tap for you on a Friday. Hope you guys had a good Thursday, fun little football game in the NFC East between the Giants and the Washington football team. You got a little bit of baseball action, weird slates, but kind of entertaining. If you listen to the show, we said stack up the Cubs and uh, Phillies game. It's working out quite well. So hope you guys did that. Had a little fun. Framber got scratched. So everyone went to Garcia, of course. Didn't strike anybody out. So he's kind of a bleh type pitcher. Really wasn't any great pitching period unless you like went with the value ends pick. But uh, that was the only angle on that one. You can check me out on Twitter at BDNTrick. Check out the podcast on iTunes. And give it a rate and review. You can also watch the podcast on the Rotoballer YouTube channel if you prefer that. Give the old subscription there. And also join Rotoballer.com Premium Package using promo code Bubba for an extra 10% off over there. Get you all the extra goods for your DFS and your season-long fantasy needs at rotoballer.com. Lastly, check out PrizePix, prizepix.com, PrizePix in your app store. It's prop bets meets DFS. Make two to five bet uh, picks on each bet, and you can go mix and match all sports. No big deal. Use promo code Bubba there for a first-time deposit match up to $100, and it's lots and lots of fun there. We talk about picks in the Fantasy Degens uh, Discord channel all the time, amongst other things over there. So come join us. Have a good time. And let's get it on. All right, 15-game slates on a Friday. Lots of good pitching here. We have tons of good hitting, too. But it's pretty much like a stars and scrubs pitching approach. There's a lot of aces and then a few punts. That's kind of the angle we're going with here. So let's get started for your top-priced pitcher on the slate is Zach Wheeler at 10-6 at the New York Mets. A pretty hot New York Mets team. This is Zach Wheeler, who's been absolutely ridiculous this year. E. Harry of 286 on the season. He's averaging almost 24 DK points per start. He's been great coming off a couple gems against Colorado and at Milwaukee. Goes pretty much six innings in every start. He gets you seven or more Ks and or, so it's like five or more to be safe, but he's got seven or more Ks in four of his last five starts. Now, like I said, you got a New York Mets team that's starting to slowly get it going, which is, which is interesting to see. But we know there is some, some swing and miss. There's a strikeout nearly 23% of the time over the last month for his right handed pitching. They are hitting 261 with a 193 ISO and a 119 WRC plus for right handed pitching. So the Mets offense is getting a little better. I still think Wheeler is a very, very good play on this slate. We'll see if people want to pay for him. There's a lot of other good pitchers up top here if you want to save some cash. So it might give you a, a lower rostered uh, Zach Wheeler, which could be fun to, to take a look at as well. But the Wheeler, totally fine at 10-6 if you want to go there. Walker Bueller, 10-2 at the Cincinnati Reds. Bueller has been, for me, the NL Cy Young pretty much. It's like between him and Burns. They've both been outstanding. Both had a little downtime. Uh, Bueller's been great, 2-3 ERA, averaging nearly 22 points per start. 21 points his last time out against San Diego. He got beat up against the Giants, but other than that, has been the picture of just consistency of like six-plus innings, three earned runs or less, quality start after quality start after quality start, usually five or more Ks. Strikeouts is where he kind of gets in his fantasy limits for you, and that's kind of what hurts certain productions. Now he grows in the Great American Small Park, facing a Reds team that does strike out 24% of the time. First right-handed pitching over the last month in 239 with a 188 ISO and an 88 WRC+. plus. It is Great American Small Park, though. Bueller's still very, very much in play at 10-2. I'd personally go to Wheeler at 10-6 if I'm paying for either one of these two guys, but both very much in play. In the grand scheme of things, I could probably save some cash. These next three or four guys could easily play just fine. And that starts with Logan Webb, 9800 bucks at home against the Atlanta Braves. Logan Webb has been the Giants ace. He's been absolutely amazing. Six innings, four earned his last time out with five Ks at the Cubs. But prior to that, 20.4, 30.8, 27.6, 21.9, 27.7, 29.9, 27.1. The dude has been ridiculous. Six or more innings, three runs or less, and nine straight starts before that little hiccup at the Cubs. Six or more Ks in all but one or two of those 
uh, nine starts. He's been electric for the Giants. And now you get an Atlanta Braves team flying cross country, striking out 22.5% of the time versus right handed pitching, hitting 241 with a 95 WRC. Plus. I think Logan Webb at 98, very much in play on this slate. And if you want to save some cash from the top guys, is very, very nice. Chris Sale at 95 is my conundrum right now. You know, he was on the COVID IL. He had COVID. He had no symptoms. He's asymptomatic. He was fine, just kind of waiting to get those tests passed, and he was good to go. The, the conundrum we have, 86 pitches, 95, 80, 71, 89. Like, they're they're not letting him go full. That's the conundrum because he's facing the Baltimore Orioles, a Baltimore Orioles team striking out 25% of the time versus lefties over the past month. And in the last two games alone against Nestor Cortez and Jomo, they struck out a combined 23 times. You don't need to listen to this show to know that Chris Sale, when he's on, is better than those two pitchers. So this is the conundrum. Is he going to be on like a 90 pitch count? And in those 90 pitches, can he still get 10 plus Ks? That's the conundrum. Because if we knew he was good to go for 115 pitches or whatever, I'd lock him down for like a Robbie Ray performance we saw the other day. We struck out 13. That's the conundrum. So in a tournament at 95, I like it a lot. Just know it's a little bit risky because we don't know how far they're going to let Chris Sale go. It's been a really rocky ride with him. For the most part, it's not even a pitch count thing as much as it's like, oh, five innings, he's done. That's that's what it's been more often than not. But the most we've seen is like 95 pitches. And most of the time, it's like 80 to 85. So keep an eye on that with Chris Sale. Something to definitely monitor is an option. Lance McCullers, 9,300 bucks at home against the Arizona Diamondbacks. Really strong spot here for Lance. Uh, five or more innings. And um, let's see, seven straight starts. He's got 20 or more DK points in four of those uh, six. Six straight starts in four of those six. Three runs or less in five of those six. And more importantly, seven or more Ks in uh, five of those six starts as well. So the strikeouts are there. Now you get a D-backs team that you know you can have some fun with in a big, big way. Striking out nearly 25% of the time versus right-handed pitching over the past month, hitting 217 with a 146 ISO and a 72 WRC+. All things considered, price, matchup, the works. Lance McCullers is probably your top price pitcher, 9K and above. And that's crazy because I love Zach Wheeler. Always enjoy Bueller. Tough matchup, but still, Bueller's a beast. Logan Webb's in a great spot. Chris Sale's in a great spot. But looking at price, looking at limitations, looking at matchup, 9K and above, Lance McCullers is your dude at 9300 bucks. It's crazy. Like, he might not have the ceiling that some of those other guys have. He might have the safest floor in this slate. Uh, for the high price guys, which is pretty, pretty crazy. So good stuff with McCullers. And last but not least, 9K and above. Uh, Dylan Cease is 9,100 bucks at the Texas Rangers, another team you can exploit. Cease has been very, very up and down this season. When he's been on, he's been outstanding. He's coming off a big hiccup against Boston, pitched okay against Kansas City, but prior to that, like three or four really, really strong starts. It's a Texas team that we like to stack because they're cheap, but they also strike out 22% of the time versus um, righties. But look, at they're hitting 278 with a 162 ISO and a 110 WRC plus over the last month. First right-handed pitching. They're getting it done. That's why we keep stacking them. They're like they're not a complete pushover like they once were. So if I got to rank 9K and above, McCullers 1, Logan Webb 2, Wheeler 3, Bueller 4, Sale 5, Cease 6. But you could really kind of mix and match all those. Sale would be at the top if I knew there was no limitations. Let's put it that way. He is in a phenomenal spot there versus Baltimore. It's just what are the limitations for Chris Sale? So pick your poisons. If you just want to wait and play the ownership game up here, totally fine. If you want to save some cash, so you can use more on bats, totally fine. If you want to use two of them together, totally fine. So lots of ways to go with great pitching like this. Now, in all honesty, I'm not going Luis Castillo at home versus the Dodgers. I hope he deals for many reasons as a Giants fan, as a fantasy owner, all that stuff. I'm not going there. Uh, 
Herman Marquez, better matchup with the rain out going into Washington compared to Atlanta. You can go there if you want. Still don't feel like going there. Ian Anderson's interesting against the Giants at 85. Not in love with it. Uh, Zach Plesak against the Yankees. Not happening. No bad bum. No Taiwan Walker. So we dropped down to Adrian Hauser at $7,100 at home against those Chicago Cubs that we love to use. But Hauser's been darn good. Last two starts, six innings or more. And he's, he's, he's gone to combine 15 innings in his last two starts. Zero earned runs in those last two starts. 12 strikeouts in those last two starts. 24 or more DK points in those last two starts. He's got 17 or more DK points in four of his last six starts. He's 71 hundo going up against the Cubbies that uh, we like, but they also strike out 28.5% of the time versus right-handed pitching this past month. 287 average, 205 ISO, 93 WRC+. So they definitely can hit righties. There's no doubt in that. Lefties in the past have had great success against Adrian Hauser, but he's pitching really well right now. Lots of strikeouts to be had with that team. Only seventy one hundred bucks. Even if he gets, let's give you a quality start. Give us six and three with like six Ks. That's outstanding. So Hauser at seventy one is a really strong play against the Chicago Cubs at home in Milwaukee. You got Eliezer Hernandez at sixty eight. Very very up and down with Eliezer. One thing he does well though is strike guys out. Even though like he's gone four and two thirds, five five four and two thirds, five and a third. Three, three, two, four, one. Those are the earned runs. So three and runs are less than four out of five. So he's got five ratings or more in three out of five. But he still has four or more strikeouts in every single start. So that helps a ton. He's basically got 14 or more points in three of his last five. If he could just kind of get over that hump, maybe get you six. That'd be phenomenal. Get, but get us five for sure. Get us the five or six K. It's like a K in inning. Go five plus. That'd be solid. He's facing Pittsburgh, striking out 22% of the time versus right-handed pitching. 87 WRC plus 131 ISO. You can definitely take advantage of Pittsburgh. So Eliasar at 68 is in play for you. Cole Irvin at 66 versus the Angels. Angels offense that uh, took Ronaldo Lopez to pound town on Thursday. So keep that in mind. But uh, Irvin's been just such a, a polarizing pitcher. Went in the Texas's last start at home against Texas, 23.6 points, seven strong, two earned eight Ks. At Toronto got shelled. Okay, we'll forgive you there. At Detroit got shelled. At home against Seattle got shelled. At the White Sox, okay, we'll forgive you there, got shelled. Um, at Texas, though, got shelled. But then home against Texas was really good. At the Angels was really good. It's it's really it's really interesting. But his last two starts against the Angels, six and a third, one earned six Ks, seven innings, no earned three Ks. He's got over twenty points in both those starts versus the Angels. It's an Angels offense that is striking out over twenty two percent of the time versus lefties, hitting two hundred nine with a one sixty three ISO and a seventy eight WRC plus. So they struggle tremendously versus left handed pitching. So Cole Irvin at 66 is another cheap play for you. Like I said, the Stars and Scrubs approach is like a chunk of good pitchers up top, a chunk of, val- of, val- of valuable value pitchers as well, and we can mix and match and go from there. Last but not least, if you just want to go full yellow on the mound, Brady Singer's 5300 bucks at home against the Kansas City Royals. Springer's coming off four and two-thirds, six earned, seven Ks. The seven Ks help. Remember that stuff, especially at 5300 at Minnesota. got you seven points. We'd like more, but still 5300 bucks. That doesn't kill you. Prior to that, though, Seven shutout with six Ks against the White Sox. Six innings, one earned, five Ks against Seattle at Seattle. Five innings, one earned, six Ks at the Astros. Six and two-thirds, two earned, six Ks home against the Astros. Some really strong stuff there. He got you 15 or more points in four straight starts. He's 5,300 bucks. Looking for a bounce-back start here against the Seattle Mariners, who is a team uh, striking out almost 26% of the time versus righties. What did I say at the beginning of the singer part? Even though he gave up the runs, he had seven Ks in that last outing. He can strike out guys. He's striking out a lot of guys lately. Since he's getting in that groove right now, he's lots of strikeouts. Facing the Seattle team, like I'll look at uh, Singer's strikeout prop bet 
when prize picks drops them on a Friday morning. We'll be talking about that in the Fantasy DJ's Discord. If you want to be a part of it, just let me know. We'll chat it up in there. But Brady Singer at 5300 bucks could be a very, very fun, fun play because I said 26% carry rate for Seattle over the last month versus righties, only hitting 219 with that 88 WRC+. Plus. So if he's just if he's not walking, guys, walking is what gets him in trouble. Give up a couple runs. It's fine. Go five, six innings. Get all those strikeouts. Boom goes dynamite. So we can have a lot of fun with Brady Singer right there. Recapping things for you. Up top, this is the order I have them in, but honestly, go any which way that makes you happy because these are all really, really good pitchers. I got McCullers one. I have Webb two, Wheeler three, Bueller four, Sale five, Cease six. I'll repeat myself though. Sale would be number one if I knew he had no restrictions, nothing. Like if he wants to go 120 pitches, whatever, Chris Sale would be number one. So keep that in mind if you want to roll the dice there and hope he gets you 100 pitches. This Baltimore team is striking out a lot right now. And then I'm dropping all the way down to 7,100 and below here. You got Hauser, you got Irvin, you got um, Singer, and you got Eliasar. I rank this one. Actually, I rank it Singer, Hauser, Eliasar. Oh, I'm going to go Singer, Hauser, Irvin, Eliasar. Just because Irvin's got that upside against a team that can't hit lefties at all right now. So I gave you about 10 pitchers. That's about a third of the slate. Lots of ways to mix and match. If you have any questions, Twitter, Fantasy Degens Discord, I'll help you out in there. And, and obviously, we can look at ownership to help make some decisions be different in tournaments. And also look at lineups. We've seen a bunch of funky lineups come out because it's the end of the season. Teams that are out of it don't care. They're putting out some weird lineups. Um, so, so keep that in mind as well. We might get some interesting situations there that really spices things up. All right, let's talk about some bats on this 15-game slate. And obviously, I'll probably miss some bats here because there's so many of them available. Again, hit me up with your questions. Catcher's position, if you want to go Grandall versus Hearn, switch it. Grandall at 53. White Sox would be a very positive stack in this one versus the lefty Hearn. Hearn's been decent. I'll, I'll be honest, decent. Just doesn't go deep. You got that still bad Texas bullpen. So it's, it's always in play. So Grandall's not bad. Salvi's definitely in play at number 45 on Thursday. So you can you pay up for those two if you want. No problem at all there. JTR is playing first base and catcher at 49. It feels like if I'm paying that high up, I'm just going to take it to the to the top type thing. Otherwise, I love Luis Castillo, but Will Smith, all he does is hit home runs. Now he's in Great American Small Park. Will Smith at 47 versus Castillo is a nice little play that no one's going to roster. No one. Because I think I think most are going to see that price tag and go, ah, I'll pay 500 more for Salvi. Simple. Okay. Will Smith at 47 can be an interesting one for you there. Some cheaper options, Alejandro Kirk at 42 versus Michael Pineda. That's a, a decent option, if you're, especially if you're stacking Toronto. That's a good spot to, to get a little bit of savings in your Toronto stack. Uh, Gary Sanchez versus Plesak at 37. No problem with that at all because I think Plesak's a scrub. So you got that going for you. But obviously, if you've been listening to this show, you know that by now. And it's paid off more often than not. Uh, 3K range, as we get to the bottom of the 3K range, if you are fading Cole Irvin, Max Stassi does hit lefties extremely well. He's 3200 bucks as, as a little bit of savings there. Riley Adams, if he gets the start for Washington, he's 3K. Um Always go by my dog here. Kyber Weez is forty one hundred for the Nats. He's not bad, not bad, but forty one hundred is a quite the price tag versus Herman Marquez. I, I like that Riley Adams price tag a lot better. But Ruiz will probably get to start with the righty on the bump, so keep that one in mind. And then other than that, Austin Nola swinging it really well. Had a nice game on Thursday. Played the day game after the night game. If he's in the in the lineup for San Diego on Friday, he's only twenty versus Miles Mikolas, and Miles Mikolas is not good. Way too much pitch into contact for Miles Mikolas. So a guy like Austin Nola at 28 is very, very much in play in that one. A um, few others here as we go down. 
Martin Maldonado is always a decent value, especially against a lefty like Bumgarner at twenty seven hundo. So that's a guy you could um you could take a peek at for him. Uh, that's probably about it. Dustin Garneau's been playing a ton for Detroit. He's twenty one hundred versus uh, Patino. So if you want to just say screw it, and Garneau's shown a little bit of pop of late too. So if you want to punt with some GPP upside, Garneau's at twenty one hundo. First base position, Vladito is always in place. Fifty nine hundred versus Pineda. Don't hate that one. Matty Olson at 30, uh, 55 versus Ortega. Oakland's very much in play versus the righty Ortega. You can go that direction. Belts up to 52. That's hard to pay. Like, I like Ian Anderson. Before he got a few strikeouts in his last start, he was getting nothing. No strikeouts at all. Once he came off the aisle, even against a game against the Giants, no strikeouts. Belts up to 52, though. That's uh, quite the quite the price tag there. So keep that one in mind. Uh, cheaper plays below 5K, a.k.a. Uh, you got Vado versus Bueller if you want to be really contrarian. Same with Mountain Castle versus Silk. Mountain Castle's crushing it right now, especially lefties. But Yuli Gurriel at 46, loves facing a lefty. So that's one you can definitely look at. Nathaniel Lowe at 45 versus Cease, not too shabby. Jose Abreu at 45. Nathaniel Lowe has been hitting better than Abreu lately. So let that one sink in. And I don't mind Josh Bell at 44. If you're fading Herman Marquez, Josh Bell is crushing it. We've talked about him a lot in this show in recent weeks, especially in certain matchups. The dude is breaking. And he's 4400 bucks. It's a really, really good price point for a guy that will come in unowned. Hungjin Ryu has been... Up and down all season, a lot more downs than ups. Minnesota's got a ton of right-handed power. If you want to put a tournament lineup with a little bit of Minnesota action, I don't hate it, and they're cheaper. Miguel Sano's forty-three hundred bucks versus Ryu. That's an angle for you. Um, her buddy Vinny V getting the start for San Diego on Friday. So Paul Goldschmidt down to forty-two. He was up to close to five K for a while there. Down to forty-two. Really nice price point there. So enjoy that versus Vinny V. Anthony Rizzo's only 42 versus Plesak. Don't hate that either. I'd almost take Goldie over Rizzo, but uh, both in play, especially that short porch and right for Rizzo. Can't can't uh, get too mad at that one. G-Man Choi in a tournament at 41. I could see he went deep on Wednesday. He's got Casey Mize, so in a tournament, sure, not running to play it. Honestly, I'd rather, if you want to get contrarian, because Choi would be a contrarian-type tournament play, I'd rather play Bobby Bradley at 39. We know tons of power Bradley, tons of swing and miss, too. Got Corey Kluber. Got the short portion right. Bradley went deep on Wednesday. He's having a, a decent little go here of late. So Bradley at 39 would be a guy I wouldn't mind looking at um, against Kluber in a tournament to be super contrarian. Brad Miller for stacking Philadelphia against Taiwan Walker, who's been booty lately. He's 3,800. Um, Luke Voigt probably doesn't start because the lefty's not on the mound. Uh, if you're fading, Hauser, Frank Schwindel is still 3,400 bucks. A couple more hits for you on Thursday. The dude is just a hitting machine. Um, here's your chalky play, especially if you want to save some cash because you're paying up for pitching. Our boy Bobby D, Bobby Dahlbeck, Bobby crush a lot. Bobby hits everything right now. Bobby lowered his strikeout rate to a reasonable total. He's only 3300 bucks for Keegan frickin' Aiken, the lefty from Baltimore. That's a ridiculously too cheap price tag. Way too cheap. So Bobby Dahlbeck, Bobby D, will be very, very popular on this slate and kind of for good reason. That's a very bad price point right there. Like make a little bit of effort here, DraftKings. That'd be good. Uh, below 3K now, like you really don't need to. You play Dahlbeck at 33. Why Why go lower? You really don't need to. Um, I'm not seeing a ton down here. Vogel, Vogelbach at 25 could be a contrarian play versus Zach Davies if you're feeling frisky or if you're stacking Milwaukee. You know, Escobar is usually pricey. Yelich is pricey. You can get Vogelbach for a little cheaper since uh, Telez is out for the year. Vogie should be playing every day. And last but not least, if you are playing Chicago versus Hauser, Rivas talked about him on yesterday's show. He's first base outfit eligible. Hit sixth in that lineup. Uh, I think he walked and scored today. He's two thousand. He's cheap, so that cut that cuts the bill. He's first base outfit eligible. He's free. And then Lewin Diaz of Miami's two thousand dollars. Tons of power. Tons of swing and miss in this bat. 
Like he's hitting a buck 89 over his last 10 games, but he's got a 0, 28, 12, 10 in his last four. Dude's got a ton of pop. If you want to use some Miami action, right now DraftKings says Will Crow is pitching. Will Crow came out of the bullpen on a Thursday. So it's going to be another weird bullpen game probably from Pittsburgh. So Lewin Diaz at 2K is a very solid tournament punt. If you want to say screw it, I'm playing 2K at first base with Lewin Diaz. Go get me like a double and a home run or something. It's feasible with Diaz. He could also go 0 for 5 with 5 strikeouts. That's very feasible as well. So just keep that in mind, but not a bad punt play at $2,000. Second base, you got Simeon, sure. Brandon Lau versus a righty at 54, always tournament viable. In that scenario, Hori Polanco goes up to 52, so he's like your pricey twin if you want to uh, stack against Ryu. Um, Ozzy Albies at 5K versus Bumgarner is very, very much in play. Josh Harrison at 48, if you're stacking Oakland, I like that quite a bit. Javi Baez continues to crush. He gets Wheeler tonight, though, so a little bit tougher, but not not. it's interesting. I'd honestly rather have a Whit Merrifield at 44 versus Flexen. I think that's a very strong spot to go to. Kiki Hernandez probably leading off for Boston's 43 versus Aiken. That's another cheaper angle to go to. Tommy Edmond leading off for St. Louis at 42 versus Vinny V. Uh, Jazz Chisholm at 4K. So in reality, there's a few guys up top at second base you can go to. But if you just want to kind of save some cash, Kiki, Edmond, Chisholm. I love Chisholm the most. I'd always only 4K versus whatever bullpen committee, whatever Pittsburgh puts out there. I'm not really scared of anything they could pick out of a hat. I don't care who shows up. It's the Pittsburgh pitchers on September 17th. I don't care. So Jazz Chisholm at 4K should, like 99.9% of options, have a good matchup in that game. Um, if you want to go below 4K, you know, Tony Kemp, if you're stacking Oakland, Jed Lowry, if you're stacking Oakland, uh, Elitimus Diaz might play because he's facing the lefty Mad Bum. Those could be options for you. Nick Solak's up to 3,400. Losing a little appeal there, but not bad. Tommy Lestella has been raking, and he's a great cash game play because he walks. He does a little bit of everything. It's just, stat, just like stuff the stat sheet. He's 3,200 bucks. He's a good cash value. Tommy Lestella at $3,200. Um, below 3K, though, like Jose Rojas got the call for the Angels. Had a decent game on Thursday, stealing some bags. He's 28 hundo first Irvin. If you want to just punt at second base, you can. Other than that, not really running. Like Nick Gordon's been playing a ton. I believe he's a switch hitter. Let me check. No, he just hits lefty. So he, I don't know if he'll be in the lineup versus Ryu, though. Uh, Matt Duffy hit another home run on um, Thursday night. So he's really swinging a lot. I wrote him up in the uh, free DraftKings picks at Rotoballer on Thursday. He's 21 hundo if you need another punt there in that matchup. Uh, third base. But there's, so eight, eight, basically, you can see there's tons of reasonable punts on this slate so if you just want to pay for two big pitchers you can you're not gonna be able to get good stacks you're gonna do a lot of one-offs but you can do it third base position on this massive it's gonna be one of the longer quick hits additions out here with all this going on trying to break it down as best as i can for you here third base position j ram is definitely in play versus kluber j ram coming off a big wednesday of action at the day off on thursday kyle seager's fine versus singer he's a little pricey i'd rather just go to j ram personally or save some cash and go down to a guy like um, ryan mcmahon versus josiah gray the man's 4900 bucks. He's been sketchy, but Gray's given up. So I think I saw his 12 or 13 home runs this year in his 42 innings pitched or something. It's been a rough go by, via the long ball for uh, Josiah Gray. Rafael Devers is only 4800 bucks versus Aiken. I like a lot because Aiken, I don't see doing too much damage in a Baltimore bullpen. So really good price point. Really good price point for that one. Uh, some cheaper options. Josh Donaldson, if you're stacking Minnesota. Eduardo Escobar swinging a hot bat. Remember, we used him the other night and he went off. He's 4600 um, he's averaging almost 10 points per game over his last 10. Good matchup for Zach Davies at home. Candelario is always in play, especially lefties versus Patino. The Candyman went deep on Thursday. He's 4,600. Mondesi's 46 versus Flexion. I like both of them. Arenado's 45 versus Vinny V. Nice little discount there for some St. Louis bats on this slate. 
Bregman continues to hit, hit second for Houston. He's still too cheap. He's 44 versus Bright first Bumgarner. That's a great price tag. Really, really good price tag there. So have fun with uh, some cheap Bregman at 44. If you're stacking Philly, you got Freddie Galvis at 43. Not bad. He's hitting eighth, though, on Thursday. That's kind of a bummer. Uh, you want Moncada's at 4K if you're stacking Chicago. Um, don't mind that. Going below the 4K range, though, this is uh, third base. Lately, has been pretty top-heavy, and so far it's looking to be the same one. It's like Phil Gosselin does like lefties. He's third-base outfield for Anaheim. He's 2800 bucks. He'll hit third or fourth in that game, so that's one to definitely keep an eye on. And other than that, not too much of the position. Shortstop for you. Tatis went deep on Thursday. He's always in play, especially against a pitch-to-contact guy like Mikolas. Uh, Timmy Anderson versus a lefty at 54. Make sure he's in the lineup. He's supposed to be playing every day right now. He played on Thursday. But, man, would you want him leading off against Hearn? That's one you'd really want if you're the Chicago White Sox. But they don't care because they pretty much wrapped everything up anyways. Uh, Bo Bichette's only 5,100. I say only because he's the seventh highest priced shortstop. Great spot versus Pineda. So don't mind that. Uh, in his matchup, Bogarts at 48 versus Aiken is very strong. Same with Correa at 47. Correa went deep on Thursday, so he's a, a strong option in that one. Has a little bit of a discount. So Houston, they're not like super cheap, but they're discounted compared to a lot of other teams on this slate. Uh, going out of the low 4K range, Corey Seager's still too cheap before he to hit and clean up for the Dodgers. I know it's uh, Luis Castillo, but he's been consistently hitting well. Great American small park. Good price point at 4200 for Corey Seager. Below 4K now, uh, you got Nicky Lopez, who continues to get the job done, hitting second for Kansas City. He's 3500 uh, that's a solid savings at the shortstop position. Other than that, though, Edmundo Sosa at 25 is a great discount against Vinny V. Edmundo Sosa continues to just be awesome, and that's just a great, great price tag at um, at that at uh, 2500 bucks. I like that one a lot. And then um, other than that, I think we'll call it good on that one. Outfield position for you on this slate, Bryce Harper at 61. I said he was my favorite play on Thursday. He went deep. He put up like 40 points. Keep going to Bryce Harper. He's 6,100 versus Taiwan Walker. Such a great, great play. So I like that one a lot. Don't mind Starling Marte at 6K. Got Betts. Soto's a phenomenal play at 58. Uh, you're going to get a ton of great plays. This is common sense stuff, but I love Harper. I know it's 61, but he's freaking outstanding. Uh, some cheaper, <laughs> lower 5K options. You got the Franamil at 53 for stacking Cleveland. Yes. Um, Aaron Judge is always an intriguing tournament play. He's 51. Going below 5K now, finally, you got um, Brian Reynolds. He's priced up finally because Elias or Hernandez at 49. Uh, George Springer's 49 if you're stacking Toronto. That's a pretty decent price tag, actually. Odubel Herrera had another monster game on Thursday. He's 4,800 bucks, so you can look there. Uh, Lou Bob's only 47. That looks pretty, pretty nice. Uh, Giancarlo's at 46 in tournaments. Don't mind that. Teoscar Hernandez down to 46. It's kind of a savings against Pineda, so I like that a little bit there if you're stacking up Toronto. Um, said Mullins, I believe he took sail deep last time they faced off. So he's 4,300. That Kiki at 43, we talked about him earlier. Kristen Yelich is down to 4,200 bucks because he has no power, but he's cheap. Uh, Trent Grisham was struggling a ton. He's only 42 versus Mikolas. I love Tyler O'Neill at 42. Like St. Louis, I'm going to have, I have to fade Vinny V, right? I just have to. Uh, Tyler O'Neill at 42. You get him at 42. I think Goldie's like 45 or 44. Um, Edmonds, 42. Arenado was 44. Like you, they're, they're very reasonably priced against Vinny V in St. Louis. Uh, lower 4K range, Hunter Renfro versus Lefty Aiken at 42 is outstanding. He was about second versus left-handed pitching. So really, really strong spot there for uh, Hunter Renfro in that matchup, if, especially for savings-wise, against um, Keegan Aiken. 
some other options for you. There's tons. It's a 15 game slate. This is bananas. Robbie Grossman's 41. That's not bad. Eli Jimenez has been struggling. He's only 41 versus Hearn. Not too shabby. Um, going below 4K finally. We got some more options for you. Ian Haps, 37. I'll keep using that kind of value if you're looking for it. Uh, Badu's only 37 versus uh, Patino. That's not bad. Rafael Ortega's only 36. So as usual, 36 for Ortega, 34 for Shinwell, 37 for Hap. I like Hauser, but it's a decent set of savings. That's all I got to say. Um, going down to the mid-3Ks and below, if you're fading uh, Brady Singer, Jared Klenick's 35. It's not bad. Lane Thomas is swinging it really well. He's 3,400 versus Marquez. But again, Lourdes Gurriel continues to be too cheap for this production on this Toronto Blue Jays offense. He's 3,400 bucks. He's a great one-off. He's a great piece of a Toronto stack. He's just everything you're looking for at quite the discount at 3,400 bucks. Uh, Anthony or Andrew Benintendi has been crushing it. He's only 3,300 bucks for flexing. Like Benintendi and Gurriel, 33 and 34 each are legit, f- totally fine plays. Like they're amazing values to me. And you get them dirt cheap. Like I don't mind them at all on this slate. Lorenzo Kane's been swinging it well. If you're stacking Milwaukee, he's a nice discount at 31. Yadiel Hernandez and your Washington stacks at 31 only if you're stacking them. Um, Leody Tavares is up to 31. That's quite intriguing. Dylan Carlson's 29. If you're going super St. Louis stack, throw a sprinkle of Carlson on the on the rest of them there. You can. Um, as, as basically free at 2900 bucks. Uh, below 3K now. It's like really lineup dependent. Like Brian De La Cruz is only 28. He's crushing it. Jesus Sanchez double dong the other night. He's 2800. So you can get Sanchez, De La Cruz, Lewin Diaz is 3K or 2K. I mean, tons of cheap Marlins, tons of them. So like you can do a mini Marlins stack. Two stud pitchers and probably a stud stack if you want to. It's very, very feasible on this slate. Uh, Phil Gosselin at 28 mentioned him as a punt. DJ Peters is up to 28. I say up to because he's finally close to 3K. He's a very strong play for you value-wise. Harrison Bader's 26 for St. Louis. I'd rather have Tyler O'Neill, but Bader's been productive as well. Just hits farther down in that order. That's why he's dirt cheap. Um, I'm just trying to get a few more for you guys. Bradley Zimmer at 24 if you're stacking Cleveland. He's basically free in that stack. And then Sam Hilliard's kind of swinging it well. If you are attacking Josiah Gray, Hilliard at 23 is not the worst punt. I'd rather go a few other places probably, but I won't say the worst. Like Ryan O'Hearn at 23 is a decent punt if you're stacking up Kansas City. He hits like sixth in that lineup. Lefties versus Flexen is very much a thing you can uh, look to target, so I don't mind him at 23. But other than that, just check your lineups. Like There's Rivas at 2K for Chicago. Like I talked about first base outfit eligible as well. All right, recapping your pitching on this monster 15-game slate. 9K and above, I'll rank them for you the way I have them. I got McCullers 1, Webb 2, Wheeler 3, Bueller 4, Sale 5, Cease 6. Again, if Sale had no limitations, he'd be number 1. And you could rearrange these so many ways. Like You can play the ownership game. You can play lineup dependency. They're all phenomenal plays. That's just how I have them ranked out. And then I drop down. It's a stars and scrub pitching approach. 7100 bucks and below. I rank my guys this way. I got Singer 1, Hauser 2, um, Irvin 3, Eliezer Hernandez 4. So there you go. I got about 10 pitchers for you to mix and match. About six like six or seven up top, four down below. So you got 10 or 11 pitchers to, to go off of there. Stacks on this slate, you have a lot of angles you could stack here. I'm going to try to minimize it as much as possible. Obviously, you can go Toronto against Pineda. I don't mind a little Minnesota action versus Ryu if you want to. Miami's definitely in play. Uh, we talked about the value bats there. 
Um, as we switch over, Boston's a great stack, especially the value of guys like Renfro and Dahlback. Even Devers at 48, and I think Bogarts was 46. Like They're not super crazy. Kiki's 43, but Dahlback at 33 is just dumb. So Boston very much in play. Um, the White Sox return, not too shabby. Milwaukee and Chicago, Like if you're not using Hauser, I could see a little cheap Chicago stack. We our usual Ortega-Schwindel-Hap combo if you need to. Houston's in a really good spot versus Mad Bum. I like that stack. Kansas City versus Flexen, I'll be all bored. I'm going to keep riding Kansas City as long as I can. All in on San Diego versus Mikolas, but more in on Cardinals versus um, Vinny V. So you can game stack this one if you want. If you have to pick one, I want Cardinals against Vinny V. And then going to the evening, you could go Oakland against Ortega for sure. But there's lots of ways to go. Like St. Louis is probably one of my favorites. Um, Boston's just really, really good. It's a tough one to just ignore. Toronto, of course, but then you got some value in mixing and matching. So it'll be fun to see what lineups come out to see how we can really, really take it all down. All right, everybody, that'll wrap it up. 15 games for you on a Friday. Hope you guys have a good one. Remember to check me out on Twitter at BDNTrick with your questions there or in the free Fantasy DGEN's Discord channel. Just give me a, a question or your email address. I'll get you in there. No problem at all. Also, if you guys could uh, give this podcast MLB DFS quick hits a rate and review, I'd really, really appreciate it. Check out PricePicks, PricePicks.com. Download the app. Use promo code Bubba when you create your account for a free first-time deposit bonus up to $100. Check out my written content at rotoballer.com. Friday is the premium values article. You got to use a um, – if you want to become a premium member, use promo code Bubba, B-U-B-B-E, to get 10% off the package of your choice. Also, check out uh, the Rotoballer YouTube channel where you can stream this live or watch it later anytime you want. But that'll do it, folks. Quick hits in the books. I'll be back with you guys on Monday. Have you guys a great, great weekend. This was MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Friday, September 17th edition. I'm out. Mm-hmm.